Descartes Pod, Bachelor Nation's medium favorite podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure where I stand right now in Bachelor Nation, but I know I do have some fans. I actually had somebody in my inbox this week say they really like my commentary and Aww. like the podcast. And they're a stranger, a fucking complete stranger. Yeah. I don't even know them. That's great. It's pretty I, amazing. <laughs> which is especially great considering the week that you and I have had yeah, this exactly. week where um, people that are involved in Bachelor fucking hate us. <laughs> um, I think just one, maybe, but we'll, we'll see about that. Oh, anyway, my name's Jenna Vesper. Hi. Uh, I'm Danica McClure. Yay, I'm co-hosting again this week. Again. We had so much fun last week. Yeah. It was such a relief to be able to have somebody in my room, in my bedroom, because I recorded in my bedroom, <laughs> who just fucking... Got it. We just get it. We get it, babe. We know everything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it felt very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was funny. Our old, my old co-host, Dylan, shout out Dylan, who's definitely not listening. He <laughs> saw me last week, and he saw what was happening with the Leo thing, which we'll get into in a minute. And he's like, damn, girl. You're like, you're fucking burning bridges with yeah. these people. And I was like, just one. <laughs> but... We're burning one bridge with the worst bridge. (laughs) He's the the worst actual human man. It's almost like as if it's like the bridge that Annalise drove over that almost fell. Yeah. That's the kind of bridge we're talking about. The rope bridge that for some reason she's not afraid of. Great. Oh my god. Um, So, how do we even start with this um, situation? Oh yeah, we should close that window. Um, Sorry, fam. No, you're fine. Uh, so, we, have to have pu- we don't need anyone listening in. Outside. <laughs> Freaking out. Uh, so, Leo fucking Leo. I don't even want to say his name anymore, but we got to just speak it, speak the truth. Last speak week we truth. talked about, like, trying to give him a different name. Mm-hmm. Like, Fabio's too good for Leo, honestly, and I think... We talked about earlier calling him the L word because we're both <laughs> queer and that was the worst show to happen to queer people yes. in like a century. Uh, Tarzan? Like people kept referring Tarzan, to him as like a jungle that, boy. But that like, still feels too generous. He's yeah. just an absolute shitbag. Yeah. Like, I was going to call him like earlier when I tagged him in a new post. I, I was going to say <laughs> sir shithead. I took the shithead part out of it because I was like maybe he'll still reply to me yeah. but... He still didn't. Um, but yeah, we can just call him shitbag or shithead, I think. Something, Something like that. Manipulator. Um, <laughs> Manipulator. Uh, <laughs> harasser. Um, fucking, oh my god. Okay, so if you listened to last week's episode or you've been paying attention at all, you know that he's a shitbag for multiple reasons prior to even coming on to Bachelor in Paradise. Last week he went on a date with uh, Kendall. Blah de blah, no one gives a fuck really. So if you look at my post on the Instagram page from Thursday morning, um he I okay. Chris R made an apology post. Yeah. We wanna talk about that at yeah, all? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about it. Well what was interesting about that is that apparently it did come out that when he was on Mental All and made his like a on TV screen apology for being a shithead to Becca. That was filmed after Bachelor in Paradise actually happened. So he couldn't apologize for both what he had mm-hmm. done to Becca and for what he had done on, on BIP. To and Gia. so, like, it, it, uh, Chris R. is an absolute shithead. For sure. But he has, a, at the very bare minimum, tried to, like, make amends for what he has done mm-hmm. 
within the boundaries of the show, where he's not allowed to apologize for both. So, like, when they filmed The Men Tell All, he was getting attacked by a lot of people mm-hmm. for, like, feelings that they had about Bip, and <laughs> he couldn't respond to those. No. And it was absolutely the most ridiculous thing ever. But he did try to make an apology yeah. post for his behavior, which we talked about last week, where he was definitely gaslighting mm-hmm. Tia. Tia. And he apologized for that, and then Leo was like, chill out, dude, it's just a TV show. And then um, all of America screamed, and actually it was maybe just me and you. <laughs> no, most people, there was like six other people in that comment thread that were like, dude, like, Chris is just trying to make an attempt to, like, be accountable for his behavior, and, like, you dismissing it is incredibly like, problematic and not helpful in the situation. Like, just stay in your lane. This is, like, literally doesn't involve you. And he just started trolling people in this thread. So I jumped in under the date card pod, you know, uh, moniker, and just was like, don't try to, like, dismiss somebody's, like, accountability. Like, clearly, I even wrote, like, clearly you hate women. I mean, okay, so I went a little harsh. (laughs) But you're not wrong, though. I screenshot that. I posted it in my story because I just thought it was kind of silly and he's being such a turd, a total troll on the Instagram. And then, I kid you not, I'm, like, getting ready to go to bed. And it's, like, midnight. And I get a notification that Leo has messaged me. And I'm like, you mean the person from the television show? Like, what... Starstruck. <laughs> yeah, no, like a little bit. <laughs> and then I immediately go and check, and he's just like, he writes, I, I'm not gonna go over all the screenshots, but like, this is how he starts my interaction with him, which is, he goes, triggered? Question mark. Wow. Let's focus that anger towards peaceful and friendly activities. Breathe in and breathe out. Okay, so the rest of the interaction I have with him that night and into the next day um, is him really just trying to condescend me and tell me, that I should focus my energy on positive things and not caring so much about a television show. Which is so And that, um, but then just, like, being super condescending about it and then also assuming that I can't do anything other than just be an angry feminist. And I told him multiple times, I was like, no, I can actually, like, do more than one thing at a time. Yeah. Like, you know, that kind of goes against your opinion of women being real dumb or something. But, like, yeah. I can be positive and call out toxic behavior at the same time. Right. Uh, so, cool. <laughs> and I mean, like, also, he, this guy has... Okay, this is a dude that works at, like, Universal Studios. It's not like he's not successful. Yeah. But he, he's just, like, a stuntman that works in L.A. Mm-hmm. But he's garnered all of his fame off of this TV show. So, like, if we're not responding, like, he doesn't get, like, sponsorship. Like, he's not getting anything out of it. And he just chose to be, like, the shithead character Mm -hmm. this season. Because I feel like from where we were all coming from during... Becca's season, we all liked him. Oh, yeah. I had fights with Dylan where I was like, I like him. I really, really liked him. Yeah. During his season. And then, like, the things that, like, uh, Becca M. said came out shortly after, before or after Paradise had started. It was very close to the Mm -hmm. beginning of it. Where she was, you know, we talked about it last week where she was posting things um, from, like, um, people who had been not... Uh, not assaulted or abused by him, but had just been harassed. And 
so far as we know. Yeah. And he's just been, like, mocking people ever since. And what's funny is, um, today, like, well, you had that experience with him last week where he, like, slid into the DMs of this podcast, which is just, like, it's a very goofy podcast. Like, neither of us, I I mean, like, we don't take this very seriously. I mean, we take it seriously in that I took, like, eight pages of notes, like, in the past two days and, like... I, I, maybe I'll get fired from my job at some point because, like, there's no way I can take eight pages. It's ridiculous. But, like, I feel like neither of us take it, like, the most seriously, like, out of all of Bachelor Nation. Like, we're very goofy about this whole thing. It's a meme account, too. He kept attacking my account when he was messaging me. He's like, well, maybe you just need more followers. And then he would also be like... Well, you're just a fan account, and you're just, like, you're just way too obsessed with TV. It's like, no, dude, like, I'm a millennial. Like, I'm making funny memes. It's fine. Yeah, like, like, chill. If you look at the memes, like, I'm not even attacking everybody. I attack people who do, like, problematic stuff. And attack's a strong word, too. I'm just, like, call it out, you know. But he was so trying to, at one point, he's, like, trying to find out what my name was. Yeah, that's and the part like, that I was so confused about because he's just like, yeah, what's your name again? And then got, like, really friendly with yeah, you. Let and me help just, you like, figure stop. out how to be a happy person. I'm like, I don't need your assistance with this. No. Um, and eventually I blocked him because he actually was, like, not listening to me at all. And I was like, I don't really want to have this conversation anymore with you. Please do not respond to me. You responded three more times. So I blocked him because, <laughs> like, clearly he's terrible with boundaries. Right. That's the whole point of this. And so, like, today, we we had, okay, so, like, yesterday's episode, we'll get into it in a little bit. Like, Leo was, I mean, eventually, I'm sure we'll get, this is, this is the Leo episode, Mm -hmm. and fuck you, Leo, if you're listening. Fuck you. Absolutely fuck off. Um, but... Like, I posted this thing when we were watching the episode because it was finally that moment in the season that they've been, like, airing for so long where Leo, like, throws his drink at grocery store Joe, the most pure man that's ever existed on this earth. Mm. And, uh, literally all I posted was just, like, this stupid thing on my Instagram story that just said, hey, at his tag... Uh, bye, because we knew he was going home, because, like, you don't get a fight with people on Bash and get a stay. Yeah. And then I tagged Jenna, and I tagged the podcast in the episode. Mm-hmm. Literally, all we did was just say, like, bye. basically, boy, bye. We flipped him off. We him off, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. And then he said, he messaged me back on my direct Instagram, <laughs> and he says... Leo says, I'm truly sorry for the men that have hurt you so much in life. I can tell that you have an unhealthy obsession with a TV show. Love ya. Love ya. Love ya. <laughs> and then blocked her. Okay, but, and and then blocked me. But this was literally, I kid you not, less than two minutes yeah. after I had posted it. it and wild. it's just like, the fucking thing is, like, we were talking about it earlier, like, Tia, <laughs> it's so fucking goofy, so like, Tia has gotten death threats, and just, like, goes off of social media for a couple of yeah. days, but I just, like, casually flip off, a, Jenna and I casually flip off a dude, and he's just like, you know what, I think you're a little bit too obsessed mm-hmm. with a TV show, get a hobby, I'm blocking you, and it's what? just like, okay, this is literally the episode where you're the worst possible version of yourself. It's honestly so wild and scary, because this is what this toxic, toxic masculinity and other things are, like, literally boiled down to, like, that was overall a, like, he didn't, like, 
attack you or, like, you know, curse you out or do something like no. that. But he was being mean and trying to, like, say, like, that you're a hurt woman or whatever. So that's yeah. rude. But, like, it reminds me of this story a couple years ago. A friend of mine, who I won't mention, but she was um, just in Vancouver, Washington, and just, like, drove by this Trump supporter house that had, like, a bunch of, like, signs. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then he had a sign that was, like, Hillary for jail or Hillary for prison or whatever. Ew. So she drove by slowly and just flipped him off. Didn't even, like, scream on her window. She just kind of did this to him as he was standing outside. He jumped in his car and chased her down the highway, like, tailing her, trying to make her crash to the point where she, like, found a cop and, like, pulled him over. It's a whole thing. And the cop actually, like, doubted her and gave her shit. It was insane. And then, because all cops are bastards. And then she had to go to court to defend herself against this guy. And he got a bunch of trolls to dox her and, like, threaten her kids at her, her school and all this crazy shit. All because she flipped him off. And, like, that's what's, like, really weird to me is, like, these men who claim to be so strong and mean and powerful and, like, cannot be bothered are bothered by fingers. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> it's, like, what's triggering them. And I'm, it's, like, oh this man. is... And this is why women are standing up nowadays more than ever because we're stronger in numbers. But it's, like, we're tired of men overreacting when we have an opinion. Yeah. Like, that's what I post later tonight in our story. I was, like, it's not about being obsessed with a television show, which we do like, and, of course, we, are, we you know, enjoy making products about it, but, like... Right. It's a matter of, like, calling out really bad behavior so that other people don't see it and think it's okay. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just, like, I don't know how Leo is, like, watching this episode where that he's, like, prominently featured in, and especially, like, you know, last week's episode was sort of the same thing. It was leading up to this one, and, like, so was yesterday's episode mm-hmm. where it was, like, how is he going to come out looking like a good guy in this? You know like, what? He could make a big apology post. He could attempt to, like... He could do a Chris R. Where he could at least have be some like, okay, like, cool. Like, you're... I mean, even if it was just for PR purposes, mm-hmm. I would prefer that to him being like, um, actually, you're just a little bitch that's, like, mm-hmm. obsessed with the TV show and, like, we found out he's in Portland right now. Yeah, right? apparently, this is a, I have multiple social media accounts, so, of course, I check to see what his stories are <laughs> on his other social media accounts, or, you know, from another one, and that I'm not blocked, because he did block me again tonight, and, uh, he screenshot another DM situation with another female, and, um, he says that, yeah, like, I guess the person were like, my friends want to uh, show you, like, what you deserve, or, you know, kind of, like, a threatening message, and he was like, well, I'm in Portland, so which bar? So, we're like, what? Like, is it Portland, Oregon, or Portland, Maine? Because, yeah, like, I mean, ah! And also, how fast... Also, we're in Portland, he could come for us. Yeah. It's a good thing I closed this window. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, how fast can I work out so I can kick his yeah. ass? Like, I'm, I'm, like, yeah. the smallest person I think that's ever existed. We just have to kick him in the balls, I think, or, like, poke his eyes out. I don't really know. How does water world work? Yeah. Like, what, what He clearly isn't... He's only really not a good fighter. It's all stunt stuff, you know? Like, yeah. whatevs. Well, we're not threatening him. Um, this is gonna be liable or something. Um, <laughs> no, we're <laughs> not threatening Leo. He is an absolute shitbag, though. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Um... Alright, let's go back to last night, maybe. Yeah, like, a little from bit. the start. Um, um, so the first thing that happened last night, I think, was some 
Jordan, Jenna, Benoit, Drama. Drama, we be Baguette. Baguette. That was kind of rude when Jordan was like, I just dragged my balls across this baguette and shipped it down his throat. It's like, okay, Joe, why do you have to do this to me every fucking day? (laughs) You say something really bad and then you say something really really amazing. And I'm like... I think you and I have talked about this so many times that it's just like every time Jordan talks, it's just like the most emotionally intelligent thing. And then he's just like, oh, actually, I put my dick in his fucking like what? Like, what are you? What? 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 And like Benoit has never done anything wrong. He's like the nicest, probably most boring boy. Yeah. Like he's never done anything wrong. Mm-mm. And he's, like, very cute. Like the, the most wrong thing he ever did was wearing those socks <laughs> last week, where he's just like, I, oh, yeah, I do wear high tops, and I wear socks that are higher than my high tops, and all of us were offended, but he's just, like, the sweetest, nicest boy. <laughs> we're not coming after him. We're not gonna go after Benoit. Like, you were the villain on your season. Like, you don't get to just do that, but also you do, because I love you so much. It's fine. Um, no, I don't mind him, ultimately. I think he's a little intense for me, as far as, like, I, I just, like, don't. Benoit. Yeah, ultimately, I don't, I, well, no, if anything, he's probably, like, the weird French version of Annalise, and he just, like, is desperate for love, and I'm not even really saying anything negative about Annalise, I'm just, that type of arc of person, you know? Right. Um, she deserves it and everything, but, like, it just, I think he's, like, desperate, so, like, literally anyone who smiles at him, he's like, she might be the one. As I a, think there's a, the potential for the one. Yeah. And a then he starts a oh Beauty God. and the Beast song. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, oh, wait, oh my God, maybe that's it. He has like a rose that's like gonna Literally! Him. He oh, has the rose! rose. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and the petals are falling. I just watched the live action one like two oh weeks ago God. for the first time. I actually really liked it. Um... But, uh, no French accents, really, so that was weird. Um, so... What I did love about the, um, Jordan, um, Jenna Benoit thing was that part when Jordan said, he's, like, he's doing, like, a one-on-one with the camera or whatever, and he's like, I am not a toss-up. And I'm just like, okay, can Jordan just, like, create the app that's, like, a personal pep talk for me because like I need to hear that every yeah. day when I wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and and all those other ones like wake up every day before you put on your socks or your pantyhose yeah. put on your um confidence first yeah like you said to Becca. <laughs> I I need something like it like I I, I don't know how he has this much confidence because he's a fucking ridiculous person but that's like, amazing I mean I think he has insecurities I think that's part of it that's why he's just he just overshoots but it is endearing a lot of times. Um, he tells Jenna that, you know, he really wants to be with her still. And, like, she really does kind of need to make a choice. And he says that he could, that he's like, basically could fall in love with her. And that he mm-hmm. is kind of falling in love with her. And she just, you can see her heart melting. And then she goes to tell Benoit that she thinks that she needs to, like, choose Jordan and then well, she's like, I, I'm not going to kiss either one oh, of you oh, that part, yeah. for a while. Like, I just, like, want to be able to figure this out. And I, this, this, uh, this, like, season of 
bib is really interesting because everyone's making out with everybody, mm-hmm. but I also feel like everyone's a lot more communicative about it, mm-hmm. where she's just like, I have feelings for both of you, and I want to explore both of them, and it's like, if you don't want to do that, like, fine. Mm-hmm. It'll make it the decision way easier for and, me. And both of them were fine with it, so yeah, and both that's of them fair. Are, yeah, you know? both of them are just like, okay, well, fine. And the only problem that I... Well, not the only problem. One of the problems that I had was that she was, she had that conversation with Jordan. Jordan and Jenna make out, and then they, um, like, split ways, and Jenna goes to Benoit, and she's like, hey, I'm going through this, like, emotional dilemma. I don't know who to choose. I want to be very open with you about that. I'm not going to kiss either one of you for a long time. Or until I figure it out. And then Benoit does, like, that sexy French, like, ooh, like, en- like envelops her in his arms. He probably smells really good. He's, sm- I can tell. Yeah. Mm. He either smells like pussy or just, like, extremely, like. <laughs> like, pussy that he hasn't even, like, been next yeah, to. Yeah, Like, he hasn't exactly. even had sex, like, in a week, but it's, like, he's just off. You know what? It, he just smells like pussy. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter whom's it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just. It's crazy, but he, like, envelops her in his arms and, like, makes out with her. And then, first, okay, the producers on this show are fucking evil because they send Jordan up every time Jenna makes out with somebody else, and he's just, like, literally marching around just, like, in the sand, like, losing his fucking mind. They're like, Jordan, actually, we left um, something over there. Yeah, like, for us, he's like, sure, I'm a dog. I'll go get it Jordan, find the Easter egg. It's over there. I will give you, like, a salami if you find it. And it's just, like... (laughs) Good boy. He, like, he sees them making out, and it's just... It's just dumb. But, like, what I found to be interesting about their situation was that, like, it's not unlikely for this, like, to happen in paradise. It happens all the time. Yeah. But what I found to be weird was that... He, he was obviously set up for that, first of all, but then he tried to, so he had the conversation with Jenna first, then Benoit had a conversation with Jenna, which was mostly a makeout session, and then Jordan was like, I'm gonna talk to Benoit about the situation, mm-hmm. because, like, he's slamming his, like, fist on the ground, like, actions aren't matching words or whatever and I'm like absolutely not like mm-hmm. but you don't need to talk to Benoit about that situation that it's has nothing Jenna's to, actions that aren't matching you need to words, talk to Jenna mm-hmm. like not Benoit like and I feel like Benoit had like an appropriate reaction where he's just like I don't want to fucking talk to you about this dude like no disrespect to you like I don't want to hear about your connection to Jenna I don't want to like argue with you like talk to her if you have an issue with what she's talking about and he's just freaking out can you imagine if he did that to Jenna I'm coming if it may not, if he has to freak out to somebody in class <laughs> I guess it's class he has freaked out to Jenna he's it's true he's freaked out to everybody yeah so much. Oh my god. Oh, poor boy. He oh. loves her so much. Sweet, 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 oh. misguided boy. <laughs> he is a total uh, a gem, though. Ultimately, Ugh. I I keep going back and forth with him 
like, where I'm like, you're the most toxic person I think I've ever seen before, and also, I love you so much, I would die for you. I mean, they're all garbage in some way. Who was that later in the episode tonight who was like, I was, uh, Astrid, she's like, you know, or Crystal, Astrid, <laughs> if men... Like, you can't necessarily expect the men to be any better on Paradise, you know, because, by the way, they are men. It's yeah. like, oh my god, the meme of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, our next major drama is the Chris, Crystal, and Connor situation. Yeah. Um, they all spell them with K's because this is the Kardashian crossover. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Woo, woo. <laughs> it's not, but I wish. <laughs> it is. Goodness, good. We're baby. starting it now. Um... I, okay, you know, I, like, actually don't want to spend much time on these assholes, um, because it doesn't really matter, and Connor barely had a chance, ultimately, even though, like, I guess if I had my choice, I would choose him over... I... I mean, I would... IRL, I would, of course, choose him (laughs) over Chris. For every reason ever in the world, but it's, like, with Chris, I'm, like, she kind of deserves Chris, and, like, whatever. That was my thing from the beginning, is, like, I never... I... All of us hated Crystal on her season. Mm-hmm. All of, absolutely everyone on this planet has hated Chris at some point. So it made sense for them to be together. Like, I didn't have many strong feelings about Connor, but, like, if he wanted to pursue Crystal, like, cool, that's fine. Because I think that she's honestly kind of redeemed herself a little bit. Certainly. During this season. What made me crazy was just... <laughs> I don't know all of it. Yeah, it's like it's, it really doesn't make much sense. Because, okay, so I'm going to break it down to a couple of things. What I wanted to talk about as far as Chris goes, like my current like hate of him, uh, is he says some of the most basic... He says a couple things. He says sometimes like the most like obvious basic things. Did I even write it down? I, can't, I didn't, but he'll just say like, I don't even know what's going to happen. Or, I like her. Hope he doesn't choose her. Or, like, he just says these, like, really just non, like, no one needs the comments. And then he'll also no. say really, like, like cheesy, overconfident things. Too. Oh, yeah, I, the, he said it must have been at least 20 times. He's like, I don't know why she would go on a date when she has everything right here. It's like, oh, my God, you're a terrible person. Yeah, he's, like, the so, no, like, no one, she doesn't have everything in front of her. You're not offering much, you know? And he will just say some of the most... He, he says the most, stuff. like, overconfident and at the same time, like, begging for attention things, I think I've ever heard, where he's just like, wait, producers, do you agree that, like, we have a really strong connection, but, like, like getting really nervous about it? Also... While we're talking about Chris, can we please talk about that article? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote an article about giving women pleasure? It was like a female... Oh, my God. Oh, I wish I had it pulled up right now. You can look it up. Uh, he does some kind of weird, like, stuff that he, like, his, he, his accounts are all about business and, like, growing businesses and stuff. I don't really understand. Um, it's all bad. And he, oh my god, I'm looking at his profile. He just has the worst photos I've ever seen in my life. He's so weird. Okay, oh, I found the article. Okay, so Chris apparently wrote an article on his Medium account. Um, <laughs> it's called 
pleasuring a woman, the benefits, the path to an orgasm, and the negative effects if she's not <laughs> pleasured. And I'm just like, you have never given a woman an orgasm. Know, like, no never. fucking way. I, I, if listeners may have already heard me before, and if anyone's seen my comedy, they know I have a bit about personally disliking men who are very, very, very overly into saying how much they love eating women out. Because when they go on and on and on and on about it, mm-hmm. it's like they're really trying to prove something that they're they're incapable of doing. Yeah. Um, they're also basically borderline negging the woman because they're saying because <laughs> when they talk about how much they love doing it, a lot of times they'll also legitimately say, "I've had this happen multiple times." They'll say, "Well, like other guys don't like doing it, but I really like doing it." But like yeah. other guys don't like doing it because like. They think it's kind of gross and weird, but, like, I really like doing it. Mm-hmm. So what they're saying is that it is gross, but that they like doing gross yeah. things. And that's, like, just do it yeah. or don't do it. Yeah. And it is one of my biggest pet peeves. Um, just fucking just show up or don't, you know? Yeah, literally. <laughs> and, like, so people like that are often, like, the ones who are also really, really hyper into women having pleasure above their own mm-hmm. and then those are not always but often ones that don't actually fully give women pleasure because it's they're doing it for their own standpoint they're wanting women to get off so that they feel good about themselves and, and that's that's so true too and I, like i there was there's a netflix series out i don't remember like what it's called but it, it like there's like a 20 minute series that's done by like vice or something which is like mm-hmm. gross, but like whatever they explore what women's orgasms are like and they do like a 20 minute series about like how that differs and it's just like one of those things where it's like you can still have pleasure without having an orgasm Mm -hmm. also Mm -hmm. and like don't put so much pressure on the the people who you're having sex with to provide you with this like successful connotation of like oh I succeeded at the sex because they got off I don't know it's and especially because it's just like in people that are in Chris R's position, from what I've seen of them on TV, it's just, like, that's not something that you need to be talking about, like, especially at this point in the season, where, like, I think we're halfway through at this point, there's a no indication that any serious relationships have really happened, mm-hmm. like, nobody's, like, doing the, like, fucking Amanda-Josh thing where they're fucking staying in that weird bungalow Ooh, thing yeah, every yeah. night. No, I know. Like, there's nobody that's at that point I even feel yet, and it's like, just so gross. I feel like Chris and Crystal did, because when, when she, the next morning when Connor came in and asked her on a date, she was kind of like... She was like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to date with you. And she went to talk to Chris first. She was like, you know, just like after last night, I would be so distracted. And she, there was a, a tone that made me think that they had gone to the Boom Boom Room that mm-hmm. night. And that that's why she would be extra, like, incapable of going on the date. Because yeah. it was, like, so close after them, like, being intimate. But she still did. But she still did. So, uh, you know, whatever. Um, so that was fucking funny. And you know what? I'll read the article one day. And if he somehow, if he talks about how it's okay to bring... A dildo and a vibrator into the bedroom, I'll give him a couple brownie yeah. points. But if he does not mention sex toys, which is often very crucial to many women's orgasmic yeah. abilities, um, then it's trash and he's trash. But if he does mention it, you get on him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I really don't want to talk about them anymore. Um, yeah, I remember, okay, just like to, to like finish up the crystal 
Chris mm-hmm. conversation, I have a bullet point in my notes that just says gross. <laughs> that's all I have. I could see it, that's, too. That's, that's all it. Here. Oh, I think right it might have been them kissing or something. Who knows? Disgusting. Um, okay, two short things we can talk about. Kenny and Annalise. Kenny uh, is like... Apparently he just leaves again because of his daughter, and the, we're all just this like, This is okay, the second whatever. time this has happened in yeah. Bachelor franchise history with yeah. Kenny. Like, it's like, dude. He does the thing where he's like, oh, this isn't going to work. I'm, like, it, he literally was like, I have to leave because my daughter has a recital, and I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Just tell Your Annalise kids res- you don't like her. <laughs> tell Annalise that you don't like her, and also, like... My parents were, like, I played cello when I was a kid. Do you know how long it takes to be good at cello? One billion years. And She's, like, 15. She doesn't want you there. No, she doesn't <laughs> want you there, and it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. And I mean, like, you being on, like, the show is going to make more money than mm-hmm. you going to her fucking, like, mm-hmm. show. So, I mean, it was just, like, it's dumb. I, I thought it was sweet that Annalise was like, oh my god, you're such a good person. But then I was just like, no, you did the fucking same thing during Rachel's season. And like the next day, she was just like, oh, I'm glad that door has been opened by Kenny leaving. I'm like, oh my god. I love hate you. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, we get a fucking blanket and you will miss it. John and Jubilee update, um, which literally encompassed them showing us behind-the-scenes footage that we didn't see otherwise that was of John, I guess, just saying I'm not like really interested. Yeah, her. like, friend-zoning her, totally, and was like, I'm just not interested in a romantic connection, and then just her walking out of paradise with her bags, and everyone was like, mm, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I ha- Like, I watched this episode a couple of times, and it, I just, I literally, like, didn't see it the first, like, <laughs> so two times. Crazy. I had to, like, look it up. Oh, my God. Um, and then, let's see here, Camille, 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 Camille comes in town and, um, runs. He's the 60-40 guy, <laughs> the worst man on, um, any show ever. He came onto Becca's season, like, the first night, and Becca has, I mean, I, okay, like, I'm, like, not a Becca fan. She's, but she's very much, like, a 50-50 person, mm-hmm. like. She's just like, this is the kind of relationship I want to have. I want it to be like this. And Camille was just like... Such a douchey move. The first day that he came in, he's just like, okay, you're like a 50-50 person, right? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, what about 60-40? And he like jumps back like five feet or something. And then she's just like mocking him. And it was like the one moment where I was like, okay, Becca has a personality. Thank fucking God. And so he's back on Paradise um, the day after Kenny No one asked. Leave. No, no one asked for you, <laughs> sir. No one asked. Uh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes back on to Paradise the night after Kenny leaves, or the morning after Kenny leaves, and then he asks Annalise out on a date. And I want to talk about this so badly because, okay, like, I really, I do think that I like Annalise as a person. Yes, of course, as a person. Annalise as a personality, I find to be, (laughs) I want to throw her into the sun. She bothers me very much. She's just as bright and bubbly as it. She's been with, like, 40 people at this point. She, like, oh my god, I put it in my notes. So many memes, of course, of her right now where they're, like, all these things that, like, you know, like, uh... People wearing wedding dresses. Like, anyone who looks at her, she's like... <gasps> she just comes immediately. It's fine. Um, and it's like... 
I, I like I don't want necessarily want to mock somebody for like really wanting love. No. Um, it's more that like at some point people who are that like in need of it probably don't need to be in a relationship. No. They should be working on like some therapy and stuff. The, it's, yeah. Like, what's... This is the thing is that like the night after Kenny left, Annalise. Okay, Annalise was devastated when devastated. Kenny left. And then the next morning, when Camille comes in, she says, finally, someone I'm excited about. And I'm like, you have been interested in every single person that has been here. here. That wasn't even, like, a cutaway. I think that was, like, a direct shot to her face. That was a direct shot to her face. Yeah, they didn't, like, doctor that from something else. She's like, friendly, I'm interested. So my my beef with Annalise is that, okay, so she was in Ari's season. Right. I remember watching this show, and I was, like, playing Minecraft at the same time, and I was just, like, laughing my ass off, because she was, like, here are the list of things I'm afraid of. Mm -hmm. Dogs, Mm -hmm. carnivals, cars. cars. Yeah, bumper cars. Bumper cars. Um... Birds. Yeah, well, for Paradise, yeah. For Paradise, Paradise, it's been birds. birds. She's afraid of literally everything. Yeah, water, like... Um, some other really, yeah, basic things that were kind of like, well, and some of it's like, okay, yeah, I don't know, I get it. But then... Like, it's fine to be afraid of any of those things, but on She jumps her, in this fucking dune buggy. Yeah. A dune buggy. Very unsafe. In Mexico. Very unsafe. <laughs> She's, like, on this, like, dirt road. She's the one driving this dune buggy thing. Camille is wearing the most offensive tank top I've ever seen in my entire life. Describe it. I don't recall it. It's just a black tank top. Oh. It's really disgusting to me, and maybe me alone, but, like, I, I mean... Okay, no, I see how that's gross. No, I, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, like, the black tank top is kind of It was just, it yeah. looked like he was wearing cargo shorts yeah. and, like, a tight, tight black tank top, mm-hmm. and I was just like, you're not mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey, you can't, you can't no, do this to Clearly me. not. Um, and so, like, they're driving down together, and they do all this shit, and she's just, like, going hog wild, like, she, I'm like... Doom buggies. Yeah, she's like, I love to drive. I love driving on dirt. I love peeling out all over the place. And they go over this thing. And they have to go through this, like, tiny ass, like, rope bridge. And I'm just like... I was Literally, I, I was having a panic attack about it. And, like, I'm afraid of those things, too, but Annalise is just like, oh, yeah, I'm afraid of carnivals, but I'm not afraid of the most scary fucking thing that's ever existed. So she drives across a wooden rope bridge thing in a dune buggy while her, like, date is just, like, holding onto his fucking balls for dear life. (laughs) She's gonna drive us off this thing. Yeah. It's gonna be a real She's, like, totally fine. And that's, like, the only... Honestly, like... I was talking to my roommate, Alex, about it last night, and I was like, this is the only thing I want to bring up, is that she's full of shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's no fucking way. Like, she's afraid of, like, that, or she is so desperate for that ring. Like, if they put the ring in the middle of, like, a birdcage, she would go in there and get it. If a harpy was in the middle of a birdcage, like, a harpy with three fucking boobs and, like, sharp-ass talons, she would be like, I'm just really looking for it. (laughs) I'm willing to do whatever it takes, you know? It's like, okay, honey. That or she's full of shit. Oh, honey. She might be pretty pretty full of shit, because she's just a hurt person. I can't. Um... 
Okay, now this is so. This is actually probably one of the first good things we can talk about right now. Is Kevin. The Kevin and Astrid. Oh Kevin my God. and Astrid. <laughs> the only thing I want to say before we start about the Kevin and Astrid thing, I love them both very much. I love this interaction, but every time I hear the name Astrid, I think of that moment on The Office when Michael says Astrid. <laughs> And I, like, can't get it out of my head. I forgot about that. That was Jen's daughter's name, I yeah, think. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, it was. And <laughs> what a beautiful name. <laughs> oh, what a throwback. It's great. That's all I can think about. But, like, honestly, I think they have a wonderful relationship. <sighs> Like they've been hiding list? it from us. They've been hiding it from us. Fuck you, producers. <laughs> Give us more Kevin and Astra. We need it. <sighs> so basically, I mean, it did start off weird. He sits around on a palapa. Nothing good goes down on a palapa. Well, sometimes some good things. But <laughs> he sits around on a palapa and he's like... He just basically does a weird thing where he's like, maybe you should date other people so that you know you really like me. And she's like, what the fuck? Where's that coming from? I like you. How can I tell you any other ways? And he's just like, I don't know how to explain it. At first I was going to get really pissed at him. I really honestly hate it. Like, it's almost like, is he trying to push her away so yeah. he can date somebody else by, like, telling her this other weird way about it? Because mm -hmm. he's like, I just can't explain it. I was like, dude, use your words. Like, this is not the time for this right now. I can't. I'm gonna lose my shit. And she gets up and runs away crying, which is good on her. And then he approaches her and they have, like, one of the, probably the smartest, emotionally intelligent conversations that's ever so happened wild when the these show. things happen. Like, I think it was in Becca's season, or maybe it was Rachel's. Somebody also talked about therapy once and it was all, like, <gasps> It was when Taylor was dating Nick. There was that. No, there was an another one, too. But, um... Okay. I, oh, I think it might have even been Blake. It was Blake, I think. Because mm. he's been to therapy because he obviously yeah. all the shit that he's gone through. Of course we'd be, maybe be Blake. Um, but he... And also, it wasn't even Astrid, mostly, that did the talking this time. Like, Kevin just opened up and used his words. Like, I was thinking yeah. he would. And he tells her about, you know, the two times that he's done this on TV, he's really genuinely fall for people, which I believe. I, mean, I saw him yeah. fall for Jasmine, and then I feel like he did fall for Ashley in a lot of ways, and yeah. um, that both times it just didn't work out once it got into the real world, which is, like, obviously a pretty obvious, pretty common thing for most of these relationships, but it really fucked with him. Yeah. And... He mentioned that he was, he's like, I'm 34, like, I don't give a fuck about these Instagram things, like, God, and chills. I'm, I'm just, he said, oh, what did he say? He was like, I just, like, don't know, you're, like, my dream girl, I don't know when the storm's coming. Mm -hmm. And genuinely, I think, in some ways, and I, I like Ashley and I like Jasmine, but I think Ashley probably is one of the more, like, level-headed ones that I can mm -hmm. tell. Like, she definitely... Sh uh, sells things on Instagram here and there, but more she's just, like, a model, mm -hmm. um, than anything thing first, and, um, I think that's her, like, actual profession, mm -hmm. and, uh, I think that that's, like, a little, a little bit more low-key, and so she seems actually pretty genuine. Yeah, she does. So he's, like, probably j literally being afraid that it's just gonna, like, disappear somehow, so yeah. he's concerned, and he uses his words, and then he says that he's, like, because of all the, like, emotional baggage I have, I go to therapy twice, twice a, week. a week. And I was just, like, uh, like that sentimental Instagram filter. I was just, like, I fucking love you. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I 
just came immediately. I was like, no, I was actually in my bed watching it. And I was like, oh. But also, I, I really liked how they talked to each other because mm-hmm. it seemed, when I watched it the first time, I was like, oh, they're kind of like aggressive maybe. Mm-hmm. But it was just really honest mm-hmm. where Astrid was mm-hmm. like, you're blaming me for what other people have done to oh, you. So and he's just like, well, like, I'm, I go through therapy for this reason and being in this environment is really hard for me because, like, I don't have a therapist here and, like, when I'm at home, like, I go through this twice a week and it was just, like, really wonderful to see two people, like, I mean, this is a difficult situation. Mm-hmm. And admit that it's difficult. Yeah. And admit that it's difficult in a real way because a lot of times people do say, like, I'm having hard, this is hard on me, but they don't go into any depth with it. That we see, of course. Yeah. Obviously, there's longer conversations that happen, but... It's like, for he, they actually kept that part in, which makes me think a little bit that the producers are trying to, like, throw us a little bit of a bone because a lot of these men are such trash right now that they're right. just like, hey, we did one good thing. We brought Kevin here. We got one good, one good one. I mean, Joe's doing good, too. Honestly, it's like, Joe, Kevin. The end. That's it. <laughs> all of them have also done, like, a, not all well, terrible Eric, things, but yeah. they've just, like, done something that's, like, not great. Mm-hmm. That we've seen Except at least. for Eric. But Eric has well, not had now. even one second of airtime until this last episode. <laughs> and that wasn't very I annoying. guess Ken, Kenny didn't do anything wrong, really, either. Um, mm-hmm. Ke- Kenny just did Kenny's thing. Yeah, but he was, like, pretty chill about it and respectful and, like, honest enough with people. Um, that's where, like, my notes end. <laughs> <laughs> and well, because uh, that was pretty much the end of the episode. No, no, okay. it was oh, not. It was not the end of the episode. Uh, wow. Sorry. Okay, someone forgot about Leo. Yeah. <laughs> How can I ever forget? <laughs> oh man. Before we start on Leo, yeah. though, I will say that um, Jordan Benoit and Jenna had another interaction where Jordan. Laid it all out there, mm-hmm. and she was very questionable about the whole thing. I don't necessarily respect her like reaction toward what Jordan was saying, but she ended up breaking up with Benoit in a way that was also very questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, where she was just basically like, I don't think that I'm like the person for you instead yeah. of just like telling him straight up like I'm really More into Jordan. Yeah. Because I think she I think in some ways she probably was um, mm-hmm. you know, torn, but yeah. But she could have just either like kind of just said the nicer thing, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah, there's ways to kind of be like the emotional intelligence to be like, oh, does this person really need all this information or can I just yeah. like say something more simple and kind of end it and be more gentle, you know? Right. But it's hard. But yeah, so then Benoit got kind of upset, which is in his right for sure. Yeah. Um, and like kind of confronted her on it and then that made her upset, which, you know, also in her right, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to Jordan. Well, actually, she's just crying. And then Jordan's like upset because... He doesn't want to see her crying, yeah. and then he tries to be aggressive with Benoit because he thinks he yelled at her, and fucking Wells, probably the only thing he said of tonight's episode was, <laughs> no, there was no yelling. <laughs> okay, they're like... Like, thank you, Wells. And I will for... give credit to to Jordan, though. He was like, okay, well, fine, you know what, but I don't appreciate you making her cry. And then he said something else, and then he was like, okay, well, thanks for making her cry, or whatever. Yeah. Like, that was kind of shitty, but... The thing is, like, Jordan, It could have been worse. Jordan always does the best and worst things. Yeah. Like, he's always right and always wrong, like, five seconds impre- later. It's impressive, to be honest. Like, I almost... Yeah, like, like you said, there needs to be an app for him to, like, 
be in my ear and be mm-hmm. saying a couple things yeah. occasionally. And, like, it'll probably also fuck up some of my friendships and yeah. relationships. But maybe they <laughs> should be fucked up. Exactly. Because, like, maybe Jordan gets maybe it. Maybe they should be. Um, and then, uh, yeah, okay. So, basically, Ew. cut to some time in the daytime. Um, Kevin is talking to, uh, to Kendall. Kendall. On a palapa, and they... Like, literally trigger warning. Trigger Leo. warning. Literally, I like that. And she is, like, just saying, like, well, I really feel like he's kind of the one for me, and he lives in L.A., and I feel like I could really get along with him. And he I just, has my heart. has my heart. I feel safe with him. She said that voice. I was like, oh, my God, honey. And Kevin's like, okay, well, I guess it isn't... So you don't really mind that he kissed Chelsea. And she's like, squeeze me? <laughs> Excuse me, please. Say that again. And uh, this was great. I was really worried that this episode, this whole story arc was going to drag longer than it already did in the sense that she was kind of just going to be like, oh, that's fine. And then maybe go off and cry for a while and do other things. And so she like was like, oh, okay. All right. I guess I'm going to go ahead and talk to him. Mm-hmm. And like literally gets up and goes over to him. And he's like, how's it? Goes over to Leo, and then she and he's like, "How are you doing?" And she's like, "Well, I just want to know, you know, if you're walking around telling me that you're really into me and you're hundred percent into this, blah blah blah, why are you not telling me about this kiss with Chelsea?" And then you probably took more extensive notes. I think. Yeah. Okay. So I like full disclosure. I watched this episode. The scene. Probably yeah. three or. Four or five or a million times. Dedicated. Not obsessed at all. <laughs> Leo is not Throne. right about Shade. Me. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> so, the first thing, when I, like, rewatched it again today, um, Leo says, I thought mentioning that I hung out with Chelsea was enough. <sighs> And Kendall's like, well, hanging out is not the same as making out. And then he's right. just like, she asked him if, like, he didn't tell her because he felt guilty about what was going on because she was very invested in their, like, their relationship. He knew about Joe already. Mm-hmm. And so she, like, he definitely knew that she was at the point where she was trying to choose between Joe and him. Mm-hmm. And he, Leo said, I definitely felt guilty but, but which contradicts his literal statement before, where she was like, literally, it was just hanging out. It was just hanging out. So why would I need to tell you? And right. then she's like, but then he's like, well, wait, no, I am guilty. It's like, okay, right. strike number one. And then Kendall's like, that's the signs of a cheater for me. And she goes on for a while. And she's just like, I have a feeling that, like, whatever you say, like, I don't believe what you're saying. Because you're, well, you're not being honest with me. Mm-hmm. Um... And then they they go on for a little while, and then Leo has this thing in, in what is it called, like the, the background interview thing or whatever? In the moments. Yeah, and he's like, um, I really had like a great connection with Kendall, but now it's nothing because somehow someone decided to tell her that I kissed Chelsea. And he's just blaming it on other people when he could have been just like, hey, like, I got here yesterday. Like, I went on a great date with you. Yeah. 
I thought it was great. I kissed Chelsea last night. And, I mean, Kendall's dating multiple people also. Like, it wouldn't have even been a thing if he would have just said, like, hey, like, and it's just wild because Kendall was the last person to know. Yeah. That's what is, like, ultimately the sticking point when he goes around on his multi-scene uh, fit about snitches mm-hmm. and tattlers. Oh, my God. He is just so into this concept of that somebody snitch or whatever. It's, like, it's not snitching when everyone, A, everyone knows about it, mm-hmm. except for the person who would who be the most, most upset. Affected. But, yeah, affected by it. And then also, like, that is also, again, toxic. That's super toxic. That's a toxic concept. And I'm sorry if, Leo, you're listening, you don't understand that that's toxic. Like, maybe no one taught you this, but, like, enough people bring this up that I feel like you should know that walking around trying to beat up somebody because they told a friend about something that was, you know, happening that would affect them is not... Snitching. That's, like, that's, that's not snitching. Okay, like, snitching. I think that, like, you and I generally align mm. on the, like, anarchist or, like, mm-hmm. very, very mm-hmm. leftist spectrum. Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah, no, you're right. Snitches get stitches. Mm-hmm. But that's not fucking snitching. You're being a fucking asshole. And everyone else knows what's going on. Yeah, except for the person, who's, being for the person with... who's directly involved. And so it's just like... Fucking respect, dude. Like, oh my god. And he, like, he wants to use the lines about how, like, everyone kisses in paradise, everyone's making out. It's like, again, that's not necessarily the problem. It's that you did actually keep it from that person. Mm-hmm. Everyone like, else has on been communicating. Yeah, everyone else has been communicating. Yeah. And also, it would be one other thing if, well, I mean, like, a lot of these fucking douchebags are doing this, where also, if you're gonna kiss somebody else, but, like, don't tell them earlier in the day that you're committed to them in some way, you know, that we see. And, like, you know, maybe we're missing some editing stuff, but he's still, you just got to have those conversations Mm -hmm. more. And uh, and clearly we're not missing that much because Kendall is actually upset. So there isn't some kind of weird editing trick because, like, she is upset because she does say on camera multiple times she believed that he was there or that he was pursuing her and that because of what he told her, and that he was not telling her this thing. So, it's, like, yeah. Yeah, and he, okay, so, like, when, um, Kevin eventually is, okay, Leo does this thing in the fucking pool where I was, I laughed my ass off, actually. Great. I was just, like, this is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Like, this is, like, a 30-year-old man jumping around in a pool being, like, tattletale, tattletale, or, like, whatever the fuck he was saying. And then he... Was just, like, trying to figure out who had told on him. And then Kevin, who had, you know, told Kendall on accident. Yeah. Goes up to Colton. But, I mean, like, uh, this shouldn't have been an accident. This should have been something that everyone had told Kendall. Including Joe. I actually, I think that I appreciate that Joe was not the person that told Kendall because it would have just been... Astrid would have could have done it. Astrid should have been the person that did it from what I saw. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, Kevin truly didn't know that she had no idea about what was going on. And Kendall has always been the kind of person that's just like, oh, this is how I feel about this. This is how I feel about you and this other person. And so... 
like for that to like come from you know Kevin to Kendall was all of a sudden very offensive mm-hmm. to, uh, to fucking Leo for some reason, and like he. What if it had been a woman? What do you think his reaction? Was I I was wondering that also earlier today because Chelsea had mentioned in the clip when mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh, him kissing me was my fault. Should right. I say something?" And someone was like, "No, don't talk." Yeah. And I wonder what would have happened if it would have been a woman because he was very like kind of scary aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like in the pool, he I'll was take care of like them. taunting take care of people, and, yeah, just like screaming about stuff, and it's just, like everyone can hear you on the beach, you know. Like it's not like he's and he's a tall, very masculine man. Like people need to realize that, like that he's stuff does dude. play into that, and like it's super super aggressive just by your presence and the way you're like standing and talking mm-hmm. to people, so. You know, ultimately, Kevin definitely dominates that conversation. It's just like, <laughs> he just did not let him... I, I'm really impressed with how little people are letting... He Okay, if he's a manipulator in a, in a gaslighter and everything, he's actually kind of bad at it. Because most people have been, like, just keeping their cool, like, yeah. during it. And Kevin gets a little heated, but he's just like, Leo no, it's my says- friend... Leo literally says, why do you feel like she should know? Oh my god. Why does everyone have to know everything? (sighs) And Kevin's just like, if this is the person that you're seeing and that you're interested in, you should let her know if you go on a date with her and you make out with somebody else. Like, it's not that Leo is wrong and that most people are making out in paradise, but most people are communicating to each Mm -hmm. other when they're Mm -hmm. interested in other people. Like, and again, I guess not everyone does need to know it. She needs to know. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Of, and she was the only person that didn't know at that point. Yeah. And then he was like, he's such a liar. Cause then he's like, well, were you going to tell her? He's like, I was going to tell her. So you basically preempted that and now made me look like an asshole. And he's like, Kevin was like, Okay, I but I actually don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, like, you're, you weren't going to tell her. Because you wasn't going to tell her. already told her. It was days later. Yeah. Days later. And then it's Ooh, just then there was great. this really great behind-the-scenes yeah, thing Kevin with Kevin like, where he's like, in the words of Justin Trudeau, which, I mean, like, you know, kind of fuck does. Justin Trudeau, but he's like, uh, Canadians are polite and we are reasonable, but we will not be pushed around. Leo, remember that. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I just was like, my pussy is wet. You're a wonderful so man. Wonderful man. Wonderful man. I love you. Um, Kendall basically goes up to him and asks him. <laughs> she goes to talk to him again. Yeah, she later. goes to talk to him again. Well, she's like, I need to have closure, I guess. You know, yeah. she already knows. Actually, it's over. I think he went up to her later. Potentially at night. Yeah. And they were talking about, like, what was going on, and he was just an absolute shitbag about it. She's like, oh, so how are you? And he's like, how are you doing with this? And he's like, well, you ruined my day. Yeah. For bringing up the fact that I kissed Chelsea. That I kissed Chelsea. He was like, I would hurt that you would do that to me. And... Kendall is like, well, were, like, were the people that told me that, were they lying? And he was like, no, but. He said, when he said kind of yes, he's like, yes, they were. She's like, no, but you kissed her. He's like, no, they're not lying about that. They're lying about everything else about Else about, about me. me. And no one said anything else about him. Like, the entire night. What a fucking 
manipulator. He's awful. Um, and then goes on to say, you know, we just had a really good connection, and I just feel like you're really, you know, overreacting, bloody bloody mm -hmm. blah. And she's like, well, okay, yeah, but and she's not really getting anything out, and he's just like. I, we had a phenomenal day, mm -hmm. and she's like, no, okay, but, and then he basically calls her an actress. Yeah. She was faking. You're a phenomenal actress and a liar. And she's like, but I wasn't lying. And then he, she's like, okay, but I wasn't, and that was just kind of it, And but you're making this really weird by you know, lying to me, and then he says, then he starts complimenting her. Yeah. And then she's, she does the thing where she's like, stop messing with my head. Yeah. And then he just goes back and forth where he's like, I hope you're happy with Joe. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's what he yeah. I hope you're happy I with grocery Joe. store Joe. Mm -hmm. And she's, she's just like, don't condescend me. She's like, please yeah. don't be condescending to me. He's like, no, I genuinely wish you happiness with him. And she's like, oh, okay, wait. <laughs> Huh? And he's like, but like, I just don't understand why you're even single. You're really amazing. I don't know why Ari would like send you home. be able to like send you She's home. Like, blah, you blah, just blah. told me I was a liar and I fake things. He's like, yeah, but no, I still don't know why you're single. She's like, wait, I don't understand. And he keeps on just over talking her. Yeah. He's like giving her these compliments now. She's like, but you just told me I was. Like, he's like, no. Okay, the thing is, is like I do actually think you're a really amazing person, but I do think that you were kind of being fake to me and lying to me. But you're also a really good person. And she's like, wait. He's like, she's like, why are you saying this to me? He's like, well, because I want you to be happy and make you feel good. She's like, but what you're doing is making me feel bad. Yeah. And that was like, dun, dun, dun. Like, crowning moment yeah, for me. How could she keep her cool? Because, like, literally, you and I were talking about this earlier. We were just, like, literally, like, fuck off. Like, if anyone said any one of those sentences to me, I'd be like, absolutely fuck off. No way. Mm-hmm. Just, like, done conversation. Walk away. Crying even. Just, like, done. Can't. No. Like, there is nothing about, like, what he said that was, like, complimentary, flattering. Like, the moment that he was like, I'm trying to make you feel good. And she's like, but you're not. You're not. Making me feel good. Exactly. It was really beautiful. Cut scene, whatever. We open up the next day. Fortunately, I didn't see the actual moment of Joe <laughs> coming to her rescue or whatever. But yeah. whatever. He walks away. We can just... You guys saw it or didn't see it. I'll watch it tomorrow. It's fine. He's um, like, are you guys done? Yeah. And then Which I thought was, done. like, really awful yeah. in the preview. But I was five minutes late because I am five minutes late for everything. I think he just was like... Do you need do you need me to help you in this situation? She's probably yeah. like no, and they probably just got up together regardless, and then they were making out and everything's fine. I hope so. Um then oh my god, we're this is great. We're, okay, sorry for this very long episode. <laughs> oh man. What's the key points of so I mean really I guess the the I think the key points of the next episode tonight's episode was his exit. Um, Leo's exit eventually, and then I think can we, some can things we pause with Jordan. For like a minute mm -hmm. yeah. and just slow clap for Leo leaving. Yes. Bye. Bye, you stupid bitch. Thanks for commenting on my Instagram. I guess. Oh my god. So Eat my shitty. ass. Bye. <laughs> oh, send your hate mail to him. I don't really yeah. give a fuck. Um. I had one person last week try to be like, 
you're reading false things on him. And I was like, mm, I should just block the person. I was like, I'm done. I can't. I'm not going to deal with people who are... What a cool hot take. Mm-hmm. Fun, 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 fun. Like, to believe the survivors. <laughs> um, so he comes... To the, it's the rose ceremony... And they all are sitting on some couches and they're cheersing each other's and doing like little toasts before the rose ceremony. And he's like, I'm gonna burn this place down. And he's like, I'd like to make a toast. I'd like to make a toast that, you know, yesterday or two days ago I had a really great date and I felt really great, welcomed here. And then I realized that Kendall's full of a bunch of shit. And everyone's like, what, dude? Nah, <laughs> what? Everyone's like, chill. And he's like, no, no, no. Just saying everyone should know that she's a full shit, whatever. And then everyone's like, you need to... Oh, fucking Tia. She's like, how about you just go home? Because, like, no one's giving you a rose anyway. Yeah, it was the best <laughs> Tia Colton moment that's ever happened. It was pretty happened. great. And then he gets up and he's like, all right, good luck with grocery store bitch. <laughs> Which is not even a clever, no. like, thing. Like, try harder. I would have been asshole. like, um... Clean up an aisle, loser, or something like you know, like that's way better. Like give a different like grocery Your store. Your next show, aspect. I think, should be just a bachelor related oh thing God, where only should. I'm sitting in the yeah. audience and I'm just like scream laughing. Yeah, next season time. we could do a live episode. That'd be yeah. fun. Um, then so he's walking away, and that's when Joe's like, "Do you want to say it to my face?" Um, and he kind of comes for him, and uh, I'm very upset. I've, I'm personally feel uh, personally attacked um, because <laughs> the producers edited. I can't say that word ever. The they, fuck out of the scene. They it was, did it so bad. Like I so disjointed. Clearly, Joe was when he when they show him walking towards Leo. It's from like a different area than he was originally. Uh, there was like some definitely. Just words that were taken out that we have no idea what was said. I really hope somebody goes on a podcast and spills the fucking tea. Yeah. We'll keep listening to Ashley I and Ben's thing. Um, then Leo throws a drink at Joe's face. Um, there's some huffle and buffle and there's one producer holding Joe back and then a producer. Yes, my favorite moment of Bachelor history. I need to say this out loud. Okay, this one Bachelor just like fucking does like a Wrestlemania like slam. Just jumps from like a ledge or a I stair I don't know where the somewhere. fuck that, that man came from, but he like destroys a person he goes, who is... Jumps a- over, yeah. And grabs him kind of like from the side to neck, like swings, grabs him from the side and like swings to the back. And, like, pulls Leo down. Yeah. And then we don't see anything else. And Leo is, like, a stuntman for yeah. a living. And I was just like, fuck yeah. Like, how do I... How do I fuck that person? Yeah. Like, oh my god, right? Oh! I oh. would fuck. Oh. I don't care who you are. Hey, oh. stuntman boy, uh, if you hear this podcast, my handle is at Drunk Feminist. I will fuck you. I will fuck you. Um, then... Then we just... Yeah, we don't... Yeah, whatever. It's, um... Kendall's like, thanks, Joe. <laughs> Leo leaves. They did not give him any fucking goodbye time, which is great. I did not need it. I did not need him, like... Yeah, he didn't need it. He's been no. just abusing us instead. So, bye, Leo. I really hope we don't have to talk about you again anymore. I'll make some memes, but that's about it. Um, then, rose ceremony happens. Um, 
Chelsea gives John her rose, sending Connor, David, and somebody else. Fuck. Having... I don't remember. We always forget the last yeah. person. <laughs> Connor, David, and Benoit. Benoit. Home. Okay. That's a sore point for me. I just yeah. want to point it out. Like, I have loved watching Benoit. Mm -hmm. I loved him in Winter Games. I think that he got a really short end of the stick Yeah, this season. Yeah, they should have sent him in earlier, but... They should have sent him in way earlier. They sent, they sent all these people in too late, and it's just like... Mm. Yeah, so he goes and he cries, and it is sad, and I do feel for him. Um, and he seems generally like doesn't know what to do, but it's like, yo, dude, fucking bumble or something. I don't really know what to tell you. Like, but he's you're a Canada. very do they hot. Have that there? Yeah, I think it's like called uh, Bumble. Bumble. <laughs> or some Bumble. Uh, Tim Hortons. <laughs> local reference uh, for all my Canadian <laughs> listeners because I know there's plenty of them. <laughs> um, and then, so that's sad for sure. But basically, the next day we have uh, uh, somebody by the name of I don't even know her. Some lady came in. I'm skipping ahead, I guess, probably. Ah, oh, shit, fuck. Oh, shit, fuck, fuck, fuck. I dropped all my notes. No. Oh, there was some, I think we, I, we jumped ahead earlier when, like, Connor basically came through. Or no, that's... Oh, Connor. No, because she sent him home over. Yeah, so that's gone. Um, the last day is, I mean, somebody comes in and takes John on a date, and it's, like, boring, and there's really nothing to talk about it. Okay, so I guess we can talk about John for a minute, because, like... Homeboy. Okay, wait. We need to talk about the first episode when Kenny and Jubilee went home and they didn't give either of yeah, them yeah, yeah, yeah. any screen Any kind of screen any goodbye time. time. Yeah, it's really... That's bullshit. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, not a good look for ABC, but I mean, I'm it's not It's part for the course on ABC. Yeah, at all. I'm not surprised at all. Um, I oh, guess... wait, wait, wait. Are the, is the person you're talking about the one where grocery store Joe was like, she's hot, she's got big boobs. Yes. Who the fuck was that? Yeah, I don't remember her I name. I don't remember. She was from Ari's season, I think, early. So it started with an A, I think. Oh, she has a really pretty face. Yeah, no, gorgeous. And nice Like, boobs. I always fuck her, too. <laughs> I just boobs. can't remember what her name is. Yeah, I think we were just uh, zoning out. I think we were dealing with Leo on our phones at the time. Yeah. But she comes in and goes on a date with Joe and... John, and John is, John's like, he's killing it, you know, I don't even, I'm not even really mad at him, like, he's just, he's literally trying to see if he has a connection with any specific person, and he clearly isn't, because, like, he, Julie was the one he, like, had the most connection with, and he ended up saying he didn't want to have a connection with her, so it's unfortunate, because I feel like he is going to leave Paradise having not really fully created anything, but what's probably nice is that when he's literally at home now, post-Paradise, can, like, probably call up fucking any of those five women's mm -hmm. and just be like, hey, let's actually try, you know, now that we're in the real world or whatever. So he's playing it right in mm -hmm. a lot of ways. Um, and, I mean, don't fucking hate the game or the player, really, in this case. Um, but Chelsea, Chelsea, poor Chelsea. I mean, not poor, I don't really care for her much, but 
she does seem to just kind of she just can't what's i wonder what's up with her i don't know maybe it's just not like anything wrong with her and just like circumstantial and like people are just mingling with other people but like she keeps on having these opportunities and then Although she hasn't gone on, like, a real date date, so, like, that's where often a lot of the connections get fully made. So maybe if she'd actually been on, like, a real date, she could have, like, bonded with people more, but I'm not sure. Um, she's definitely gonna go home soon, and probably should, because no one asked for you. Um, do you want to talk about your favorite moment this week? Which one? Which one was it? Does it have to do with Jordan? Oh, I don't know. I was just asking. Mm. Oh, in general? I kind of have mine. Okay. Um, there, so I, I have a couple. There was, so I was, like, basically, Jenna and Jordan, probably all of that was kind of, like, my favorite in a lot of ways. I really, I'm really shipping them pretty hard. And towards the end, do we know in the context in which Jordan said he's a good boy? What did he say that to? I don't just... remember, but I feel like he was like, referring to himself as a golden retriever. Mm -hmm. And Jenna was the frisbee. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I think it was probably just a sweet moment where she was kissing on him, and um, I really am a golden retriever, and Jenna's a frisbee, which we discussed was a throwback to Benoit and Jenna playing frisbee yesterday yeah, during yeah. their episode and he was like he doesn't even use his wrist right or like something <laughs> like that he doesn't know how to use his hands um yeah Jenna needs a man who knows how to use his hands and it's just like what the fuck um yeah what's your favorite moment uh, my one of my favorite moments. I am not a huge fan of Jenna right now. Mm -hmm. I think it'll probably change later. But one of my favorite Jenna moments this week was um, when she said, "You can't come to paradise and expect men to be any better. They're men." And I'm just like, <gasps> so "That's wild!" Oh my gosh. I uh, also really, really, really. Liked a couple of Colton moments this week because yeah. we didn't we didn't have to deal with Colton. Yeah, we got to see the more like carefree side of him. Yeah, they had a the end credit scenes of last night's episodes. It was about cheese, them trying to explain the cheese metaphor, mm -hmm. and people were like, "What kind of cheese would you be if you were a cheese?" And Jordan's like, "I'd be a mild cheddar. I kind of get along with everything." Um, uh, Somebody was like, yeah, like brie cheese because yeah. it's like soft and, and like whatever. And then Colton's like, like, oh, what would Colton I says, I like mozzarella and cottage cheese, but they both give me gas, so neither. And I'm just <laughs> like, like, wow. Relatable. I also extremely have IBS. Relatable. Like, it was the most relatable thing. And then my other favorite thing was like Colton talking <laughs> about not wearing underwear because <laughs> like the guy that I'm seeing right now like also does like not wear underwear and what kind of pants does he wear like I don't think he wears like like hard I don't know like soft jean types like the not jean fully but like yeah he wears like, like a knit blend or something 
they're comfortable. Like I black think. pants or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Portland type. But those are still tight enough that, like, yeah. I feel like you should be wearing underwear. No, I know. I'm, like, I'm confused about it also. It's a thing we're going to have to talk about, yeah. like, a million times in yeah. the future. But, like, wow. Yes, that's wild. That's wild. I, like, I don't wear, like, typical, I think, like, I don't wear, like, panties. Because mm-hmm. I do feel like a lot of them are so um, made out of, like, material that doesn't breathe. So I wear a lot of, like, cotton Boxer briefs and stuff because I do have big thighs, so mm-hmm. I just wear like men's underwear. So nice. So nice. Yeah, it's like it keeps me all safe and good and breathes and it's nice. There was a couple years where I didn't like wear I think meant much underwear, but I feel like men should because then, then Colton says he got his pee pee stuck in the yeah. Zipper, so like what the fuck. I also read this Twitter thing that was just, like, I need to know everything about, like, men's penises. Like, which side do you tuck on? Oh, right, like, yeah. which side do you, like, are you worried about it zipping? And I, like, got so paranoid about it because, like, every time, even, like, when I wear, like, things, like, without underwear, I'm, like, oh, my God, like, I, like, I, like, have, like, pretty, like, small pubes and I'm worried about, like. Still something gonna happen. Something's gonna happen and it's not gonna be good. Oh, <laughs> So I'm like I'm worried about like all of my boyfriends, all of my partners, all of my male friends. Like it's just crazy. <sighs> what are you gonna do? Um, next week's episode is teased that there's just like some drama with Eric and there's drama with and Colton and Tia again. <gasps> Lord help us. That was my favorite part about this episode was that there was <sighs> nothing with Tia and Colton, and I'm just Lord like I'm us. finished. You guys. Um, we see references to the um. Uh, Ashley, I and Jared proposal, which I'm we are really here excited for. for that. Um, it's great, and I feel like then they, they reference that Kevin kind of freaks out, but I actually don't think he really freaks out. Yeah. Or, I mean, he's probably upset, but like I don't think it's gonna be a thing. Um, hope not. God, Maybe he and so Astrid pissed. will be on a date during that period. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that's kind of it. I forgot to check, but like, is it? And I mean. Two more episodes, like, next week? Or is it just... Has to be. Where are we? They would have they, they told us it was finale on Monday. Um, I think it's ending soon enough, though, because I don't think they'd go very far into September. Otherwise, they wouldn't be subjecting us to four hours a week if it was, like, gonna go on for two months. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, So you were telling me that you talk about relationship thing. Oh yeah, exactly a little bit. Um Descartes bringing back that segment. Um I do say with a heavy heart that um my, I laughed just because I it, didn't mean to bring it, it up. It is a joke. No, it's a joke book with Ryan and us in the sense that like Ryan was uh, my partner was also, like, our sponsor, and um, they still are, in a sense, because they're a sweetheart, and I adore them. But we have decided to split ways. Uh, it's going to be fine. We're going to be friends. It's going to be great. Um, shout out to them. And thank you for the support for the podcast. This podcast would not be uh, anything without them, so appreciate it. Um, I am pretty just, like, over dating right now, though. Um I had a, a, like, we were in an open relationship, so actually last week I had, like, a guy that I was also seeing, and he, only two dates, but then, um, I think I told you last week that he was starting to ghost, and I was like, mm, and then Wednesday he, like, officially was, like, he sent me a text saying that he's 
not interested in seeing me, gave no contacts, no anything. Already after ghosting for basically two days, and I just wrote back yeah. cool, which Love is like that. probably one of my favorite moments. <laughs> um, never replied, and I blocked him on all my social medias because he was still trying to watch my stories. And weren't you the one that posted that tweet? Yeah, it's the tweet that, oh fuck, I want to read it word yeah, for word because, because it perfect. was like honestly the most brilliant thing ever. Because at some point, I'm just like, a couple reasons, like, thing this annoys me is that this guy is that Harry Potter, actually, listeners would know, Harry Potter is the one that fucking goes on me because we joked about him before, is he, uh, you don't really get brownie points if you've already started to do the ghost, and then you, um, send the message that says, hey, I'm not interested in seeing you anymore, it's like, you kind of already fucked up, but. The funny thing about this thing, I, like, I get a lot of, uh, I don't mean to be this person, but, like, I have a fairly interactive Instagram following mm -hmm. and normally people like agree with what I say this is one of the first things that I've posted mm. for a long time where people are like um actually women do that too so the, the tweet that I reposted was um it was based on like you know like a meme that's going on on Twitter that's like to all the boys that um mm -hmm. and so it says uh, to all the boys who wasted my time but still watch my Instagram story every single day. Yeah. And I added a thing on it that was like, I fucking see y'all LMAFO. Or LMFAO. Yeah. I can spell. Wow. Because um, I've dated a lot of people in the last year that have just honestly, like, wasted my mm -hmm. fucking time. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten so many responses from people that are like, I'm actually women do that too. And, like, I'm queer, so, like, I know that. Um, but yeah, not also, can you give me some space uh, to just be a person, like, a queer person that exists here? And, and who's, like, like, upset about being treated poorly? Yeah. Because, like, whether people want to admit it or not, like, Instagram stories is, like, a huge part of people who are active and who are expressing themselves and their art, like I do and like you do on Instagram and other things. Mm -hmm. Like, that is a huge part of it, um, and that is access to our life that, like, you, in some ways, not everyone earns it or deserves it, like, people can watch it, clearly, you know, mm -hmm. but people who go as far as to, like, yeah, to waste our times or to ghost or to treat us properly in some other way, and then still watch it, mm -hmm. you don't get access like, to that Like, there has been, like, a couple of people that I have, like, casually dated earlier this year that, like, I got, like, really serious about, and I blame, I'm a Scorpio moon, mm -hmm. I blame it on her. Mm -hmm. She's doing bad things all the time. <laughs> but, like, I mean, like, it just, like, kind of stinks to just, like, have your time wasted and then have people just, like, do the dumb thing. Like, just leave me alone. Mm -hmm. A friend, my like, my best friend had a guy that, like, I think went on a date or two with him and then ghosted and then... Friended her on friend Facebook still, and she messaged him and said, I don't feel comfortable with that. That would make no sense. And he was like, I don't even know if he replied or if he did. It was like, okay, or whatever. And then she just found out a couple weeks ago that he still just, like, follows her on Facebook. Like, you can follow and not necessarily be friends with people or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she, like, messaged him because, like, do not. not. You decided not to date me. Like, why are you still... I can't. And I had another guy with my fucking messages, too, that was, okay. People just, it, it's, they drop you, and then, like, two months later, they have a boner and no one to touch it, and then they need to message you. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not responsible for your unwanted boner. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. Maybe I would want it if you treated me better. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't really need it. Sleep with my fucking vibrator. I don't need your fucking boner. It's over there on the pillows. You can't see it. We don't need it. Man, I really do hate men right now, but not all men. Can I say... Okay, well, that that was a stinky sentiment that you just said. Can I just say, like, one thing for the person that I am actually currently seeing? Hey, Ethan. David fucking sucks and he's gone. Sorry, bitch. Sorry. <laughs> she like, told me about that, and I was like, oh, this guy must be really cute. Also, I did see his story. He is cute. He is very but, cute. Uh, yeah, you just don't know about what David's about. David did all the bad things. He's gone now, though, gone so. R.I.P. Um, although, I see a lot of stories with him and Bibby. Do you see those stories? Well, Bibby was on a lot of stories with Wills, too, and Wills yeah. went home, like, day one, Sad which enough. is a crime. a crime against fucking nature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think this has been our podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long one, but it's been great. I think we got a lot of shit off our chest. I feel like we had two sessions a week of therapy, basically, Yeah. i.e. Kevin, and uh, really Thank good about Kevin. it. Um, if you guys love it or hate it, let me know. I mean, that's what that fucking review section section is for on iTunes. Um, we're also on Stitcher. You can also just Google us. Um, you can listen to us on Libsyn and follow the podcast on Instagram, date card pod, Twitter, date card podcast. I don't tweet as much there, but the last one I did do has actually had a lot of retweets. It's about, um, you know, who wouldn't leave Joe, Joe. Basically, uh, classic. Um, uh, basically, that's I guess, like, you know, like, share, comment, you know, review, send me DMs. Like, I love interacting with people, so I was interacting with a couple people this week. It's been great. Um, I really like the community that's being built. Like, a lot of the other like meme pages were all like becoming buddies, and like, we should like. I don't know, do something together. I love everybody. Um, my thing, uh, this is Danica speaking. Mm-hmm. If you don't like me, uh, please be quiet. Yeah, don't. Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really like doing this and Yay! I would like to do it in the future. I think potentially, yeah, I think this, these have been good episodes. I feel like no one's complaining about these ones. Because my, my couple of bad reviews that were gentle and nice, um, I have no problems with them were that there needed to be a little bit more, like, actual recapping and structures. So I think that, that we're doing that. So, you know, uh, this week I think was, like, a very specifically long, crazy episode. Um, I'm not sure exactly what we'll do next week. Maybe we'll, I mean, in some ways, a lot of the podcasts that are big out there do wait and do it in one piece, but fuck, there was a lot to go over. That was four hours of, like, literally, I had, yeah. I took more notes than I did when I was in college. Yeah, and I mean, I don't blame you. This is bullshit. Yeah. Um, if you are if you live in Portland or the Portland metro area, I have two shows for you this week. One show is a show that I'm on. I'm headlining this Friday. Uh, we've mentioned it before with Dylan. It's uh, called Comic Strip. It's at the Funhouse Lounge at 10 p.m. this Friday, and it's a show where comics go on stage and tell their jokes, and they get naked, um, the various levels of nakedness. And I am headlining it, and I'm very, very excited about that. You should come to that if you're in town. Also, there's a show on Saturday um, called Sex and the Pity, and that's in southeast or southwest Portland, I believe. 
and it's hosted by my friend Molly and Amanda, and it's a Sex in the City trivia show uh, and comedy show, uh, and Dylan Carlino's on it, so he's a fucking funny-ass bitch, and I will have him back on the podcast again one day, because he's very funny and sussy. Um, one day he and I will fight. <laughs> fight, yeah. I want to meet your roommate, too. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh my god, your roommate's gay and Dylan's gay. Yeah. Like, oh, so, let's oh. make that date. Oh my god. Sorry, Alex. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so just Google or Facebook, um, Google, Facebook, Google, Sex and the Pity, and you'll find all the information for that show. And yeah, God, I feel like we eventually need a better way to like end this thing, but you know. What are you gonna do? Oh man, wait. Is there a final quote? Kind of like. Oh, we gotta have one, right? One quote. Oh, wait, it's the Colton cheese thing. Did I already mention that? We did, we did. Fuck. Um, so I think that's about it, really. You just say cheers, be safe, um, stay sexy, don't get murdered. Oh, you don't know that podcast reference. I can't steal it anyway. Damn it. Oh, um, just be cool. McElroy, McElroy cool. style. McElroy. Be yeah. cool, you be sweet cool. babies. Yeah. Bye. Bye.